0: What? Of the what? What little... It's It's uh, really? Pepe's become kind of a... go
1: give it to you. Fuck, wait for you to get it on your own. go deliver to you. Knock, knock, open up the door. It's real. With the non-stop pop-up and stainless steel.
0: This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial
2: commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, T. simon And I'm Harrison. Harrison, uh, you made a bank from Slab City. I did. Did, did you went there uh, for how long? This whole, like the whole week? For a few days. For a few days. Yeah. <laughs> so people, I was just in uh, for my birthday. Uh, I went to Salton Sea and the Joshua Tree, which is amazing. Salton Sea, equally amazing. Um, very strange, right? Very post-apocalyptic. But absolutely outside of the Salton Sea
3: is a settlement. Did you see the Paul Bunyan, the big Paul Bunyan guy. I didn't see that. Oh, was that in uh, Slab City? It's a, no, it's along the Salton Sea that ro- that that road. That I goes must alongside. have driven right okay. by it.
2: Um, but so so. Uh, uh, slab City is like this settlement like this off the grid settlement outside of Salton City. There's no law there. There's no jurisdiction. Yeah they don't pay property taxes. It's yeah. completely lawless and these guys live uh, you know, there's all these slabs. You don't have to rent the slab you just pull up your trailer and just live there.
3: Yeah and there's no but there's no electricity and there's no uh, plumbing you know so you yeah. gotta deal with that. And I don't know where you get water and food do you have to drive to town? Is there a town nearby? You do have to drive to town yeah.
2: So, a lot of people that live there... There's a hot um, springs, though. That's great. Oh, that's right nearby. Yeah, nearby, I didn't even know. Uh, a lot of the people that live there kind of... I was talking to a friend of this, a friend of mine about it. And he was saying that um, that's kind of like Burning Man, but just without the rich people. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. So, it's just like these people that want to live off the grid... Um,
3: and they, they have like
2: a barter society. There's lots of like dogs, there, stray dogs running around ducks.
3: The people I stayed with had ducks that were like, <laughs> that would sing to you, stand in a row and sing. It was weird. Now I just went there just for a few hours, like for
2: a couple hours during the day, we just kind of walked yeah. around, saw Salvation Did Mountain. Did you go to the library? Didn't go to the library. The There's libraries. a bar there too, right? Uh, yeah. Did yeah, you go to the bar? Uh, I did, yeah. It's in like somebody's trailer, like a double Y. They convert into a bar. It's, yeah, that's where they have the weird uh, performances and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I got to say, uh, Harrison, your voice sounds a few octaves deeper. You sound a little bit like Tina Turner. I did a lot of yelling.
3: I now, I, I, I think you mean Kathleen Turner. Oh, Kathleen Turner. Yeah, yeah. you sound more like Kathleen What's Turner. Got to t- <laughs> I, can't, I can't even. No, I'm super hoarse. I sound like, I sound like, I sound like Miley Cyrus. You know, she, I, I, does uh, she have a horse voice, Miley Cyrus? Yeah. yeah, she sounds like a like a chain smoking Waffle House waitress <laughs> that's been working there for thirty years is what she sounds like. Yeah, you, you get this horse thing going on. Yeah, a
2: lot of screaming
3: at the well, uh, also desert people. A, I'm wearing a horse costume as well.
2: Yeah, that that, that makes that it makes sense. It seems yeah. to fit. I don't know how you can operate the uh, laptop with the hooves. You yeah. might need to take those off. It's a skill. Um but yeah like it's so it's Slab City it's it's weird like when we were there there's all these like signs saying drive slowly yeah. dogs and there are a lot of stray dogs running about and I was I was so concerned cuz I'm like god if I ran over one of these desert people's dogs in my prius I don't know what I would yeah. do I
3: don't well, know what they would do It is very it is a little hills have eyes where you are Yeah there. no yeah, it's yeah.
2: very hills have eyes
3: Okay
2: and especially like as it as it was approaching sundown it got even like, more sinister. Right, yeah. To me. Like, uh, maybe we should get out of here. This, like, weird lawless community. It It, it is a little sinister
3: at night. Yeah,
2: that's true. And so I was only there for a couple hours. I didn't stay there. Where did you stay? Do you it, have a friend that it, lives it, there? It,
3: no, there's a place called the Slab City Hostel. And they have, uh, like, there's like there was, like, an old trailer that just, you know, it's, it's uh, it just sits there. It can't drive or anything. Uh, it's, like, a motor home, And we rented it out. It was, like, it was, like. 30 bucks a night what did you sleep on do they have beds yeah they have beds at the motorhome wow. the, the only thing that's and the people are great it's a little camp it's cool uh the the toilet situation is a little terrifying what you i mean is that like a hole in the ground Or what it's do like you a porta potty over a big hole in the ground yeah uh, it's like an outhouse yeah it's, and that's foul it's like it's very wild west and uh like I would have rat, I would, have, and I've been camping, so I would have much rather just gone out a little bit in the desert, dig a hole, shit in the hole, bury it. I, I, that is like way more appealing to me than the porta potty nightmare. It's like the kid in Schindler's List, <laughs> and the fucking, you know, like it's all I can think <laughs> of looking down there. It's just There's horrible. some Jews hiding down there. Uh- <laughs> So, wait, who
2: runs this hostel? There will be.
3: There will be. Yeah, I'm wait sure. Wait a year. Uh,
2: who, run, who runs this hostel? Is there like a guy
3: named Tree A guy named Baloo. Baloo. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. A, uh, yeah, a big. a Jungle Book character. Good hearted. Yeah, he looks like a human version of the bear. A Baloo, yeah. yeah so. And so, do they make you. Do, like? Remember Tailspin? Yeah, yeah. It was like all the characters from Jungle Book, but they ran a bar for airline airplane pilots like Louis the orangutan ran a fucking bar that was like Rick's cafe from Casablanca and it was all for weird and
2: wasn't mouse or something as a pilot a fighter pilot yeah. it was set in like
3: World War II yeah, developing. what the fuck? You, you know why? What? What? Why?
2: You know an interesting aside here is uh, I work with this. I've I mentioned him on the podcast before. I work with this guy who was the executive producer of tailsmith in the 1991.
3: Fuck yeah, out of here.
2: I don't know what he's done since what then. Obviously, to nothing him? too good because yeah, he's working yeah. at my company. Right. But it's funny, like this guy every now and then. Yeah, I, I don't really even know Can what you're Can you please ask him why? Well, I, you know, it's funny How that you know, about? he somehow managed to slip in this executive producer of Tailspin in every conversation you right, have yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah. Like, I know animations because yeah. I used to be the executive producer of Tailspin. Right. And I'm like, dude, you know, with each passing year, yeah. that reference like loses its validity. Right. Like, yeah. it, it's like so irrelevant now. Like, what kid here... Even know, like, what new hire even knows what Tailspin is? Right, nobody, yeah. I mean, Tailspin was from what, 91, 92? Something like that. It was yeah. the same
3: time as Rescue Rangers.
2: But that's this guy's claim to fame. Right. And he never fails to slip it into any kind of uh, conversation you're having. That's weird. Well, back in uh, when I was executive producer of Tailspin. Oh, really? Because
3: I'd be like, <laughs> oh, really? You did that, huh? What happened? Like, what? <laughs> like, why are you Pood here? you piss off? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, so, uh, that's interesting you
2: stayed in Slab City. What did you guys do at night? You just like hang out by a fire with... with it's polo. cold.
3: It's cold. Yeah, it it's is pretty kind of cold, cold in the it's desert. It's pretty cold. Uh, and there's no heat in the trailer. Blankets. A lot of blankets.
2: What did you do for food?
3: We had like granola bars. We, had, we Did you eat some of those stray dogs? Uh, just... Uh, and, and a duck. <laughs> one of the singing ducks. I ate one of them. Delicious. So um, after the
2: nuclear holocaust, that's probably what life's going to be like. So it's kind of good that you're getting uh, prepared for it.
3: Yeah, I think so. You know, I think I'll be I'll be ready when the time comes. You
2: goes. see a lot of those dudes out there, those, these survivalist types. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah. You know, uh, we were driving around trying to find East Jesus, which is essentially, did you go check that out? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like uh, they take a lot of garbage and they paint it and make it art. Yeah. And it's cool. It's very it is, cool. It is yeah. very cool.
3: I gotta say, I posted pictures too. Like I uh, thought it was, I, I thought it would them. be some just some stupid hippie bullshit, but it was actually cool.
2: No, I was, yeah. I was impressed. Like these guys know how to convert garbage into art. Yes, very well. Like they're good at doing that. Um, but it's yeah, it's a bunch of junk, and it's like, they, but they made it look really cool. But anyway, as we we're trying to find East Jesus, I took like a wrong turn through Slab City, and I came. I don't know if you saw this place, but some guy had like. A trailer surrounded by corrugated, like iron. It's like a corrugated metal fence. Yeah. But just with all this like weird Nazi propaganda and anti-government <laughs> rhetoric. And I must just, have missed that. Yeah, and like a like a Nazi flag draped right. over it, and uh, you couldn't really see into his uh, into his trailer. But at one point, Amanda, my girlfriend, was going to take a picture. Yeah. Of just like some of the Nazi graffiti. And uh, she's about to snap the photo, and I, we look through. You could see, like through a crack in the in the steel fence, this shirtless man with a huge beard, just like chopping wood furiously, just chopping wood. Was it John Steele? <laughs> you know, I'm surprised Steele doesn't move to Slab right, City. Yeah, um, yeah you think that would be that would coincide with his libertarian ideals. But anyway, this guy, like, as soon as she was about to take that photo, he just kind of like. Saw us and then runs up and like shoves his, like, you could just see his eye like through the the crack in the fence. And I was like, let's, let's move on. Let's go, let's get out of here. Cause that dude is some like hills have eyes type of shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like he's like the, the veteran and don't breathe. And I mean, did you see that? The uh, blind I did, veteran and don't did, breathe. Sadly, I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did like the one, there's one scene in that movie that made it worth watching. What was, remember the uh, semen baster? Oh, God. <laughs>
3: I blocked that out of my memory. What the
2: fuck? What the fuck? I've been saying this Nazi guy in Slab City probably yeah. has a semen baster. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it I was know. Scary.
3: I know my friend White Power Sean does. You know, so.
2: So you know what's, what's interesting about this is, like, I was thinking about this guy. So this guy lives off the grid. He's got all his weird World War II Nazi shit all over his apartment. Um, that to me, that's what I always kind of pictured. A nazi to look like right and it's like now with this this past election and also in the media you see these alt-right leaders yes who identify as neo-nazi um neo-nazis and these guys i kind of i, I kind of feel like there's this new breed of internet pussy nazi right that's that's floating around here with the alt-right and I know this past week there's been the you know, Richard Spencer, who's kind of the leader of the Pussy Nazis. He got punched in the face at uh, one of the inauguration events or outside, like he was being interviewed and he got punched in the face. I'm sure everyone's it, seen it's, the it's, video. A, yeah, it's a funny It's, uh, it's viral it's funny video. And, and it's yeah. become like a huge meme
3: now. Um, but, but, but that guy... Because he's like, oh yeah, my pin about Pepe <laughs> the Frog. Let me just explain. Boom!
2: Yeah, and, and yeah. so it's created this uh, this ethical dilemma that's going around. Is it okay to punch a Nazi? And then they have pictures of like Indiana Jones and Captain America, and it's like, it's our patriotic duty to punch a Nazi. And I got to say, I'm conflicted. Okay. I'm conflicted because I feel like these internet pussy Nazis deserve a punch in the face. All of these guys deserve a punch in the face. However, I don't think it's right just to go and punch someone in the face <laughs> If they have views that differ from yours. However odious those views may be. Okay. I don't think it's right just to go up and like and punch them in the face. Because at that point, who's the fascist? Just because you
3: punch somebody in the face doesn't make you a fascist.
2: You're punching someone in the face who has uh, opposing viewpoints. If you,
3: if you punch somebody in the face and you're also running a government, then it makes you a fascist.
2: Well, these guys, <laughs> this whole Antifa movement, you know, the anti-fascists. People are... Im- Antifa That's what, what the they fuck? call them Antifa I don't that, know if they call themselves that
3: That sounds like the, the, the You know proton The negative proton electron version Of Queen Latifa. I don't even <laughs> understand that I just learned the word It's okay. called
2: Antifa It might be an acronym for something Remember
3: Sharps yeah, yeah. That's how the fuck confusing was that? No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's why like, are you doing this to me? I don't know who's who. Oh, the shoelaces are different. Fuck you. I don't know. Yeah, it's shoelaces. like you have pink
2: shoelaces on versus like the white one. I, you know, it's yeah, it was difficult. But what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. is we're old men. Yeah. know, yeah, we're older men. And I feel like back in our day. You kind of feared these Nazi skinheads. They were like a group of terrifying individuals with shaved heads and swastika tattoos that would go out and say horrible, hateful shit, but they would back it up. Like, if if they're going to go out there,
3: you know, they deserve a punch in the
2: face. They understand that because they're they're
3: saying horrible shit. Yeah, and the rude boys would uh, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. And so back
2: then, it's like you had skinheads that would show up at your your neighborhood punk rock show, and they would beat the fuck out of everybody. But then you had, and that was like racially motivated violence. Then you had sharps, also skinheads, that would show up at your neighborhood punk rock party, and they would beat the shit out of people, but not based on race. They also hated skinheads. Yeah. So it's like you you had these factions, but these guys is what I already always considered to be a Nazi. You know, the dudes wearing the combat boots and the jeans and the white t shirts, shaved heads, uh, the
3: flight jackets. It's a very fractious and fractured group nowadays because some of them are like purists, where they're like, oh, we can't, you know, we, we, it's white Jews are still evil and they run the world. Where a lot of them are like, you know what, the Jews are, are okay. We've got to worry. We were worried about Muslims and also black people. You know, it's it's a it's a, there's a, a lot of different yeah, it is kind of sec- uh, sectors of it. I feel yeah, like, they you know? they
2: seem to have like split in their philosophies. Yeah. Even uh, like but but the thing I think we can all we can all kind of uh, learn out learn about this whole this whole movement is the hipster Nazis deserve a punch in the face, and the reason Richard Spencer deserves a punch in the face is because that guy is the classic. Internet Nazi. He'll sit on his 4chan. He'll sit surrounded in his little group of uh, other hipster Nazis with the haircuts and their, their, their like suits, three piece suits that they wear, and they'll talk horrible shit right. when they're behind their computer. Yeah, but absolutely. if, if uh, I would love to see one of those guys walk up to a Jewish guy, walk up to a black guy, walk up to a Muslim guy, and tell them like and start you know speaking about their philosophy of ethnic cleansing. Okay. Cause they, and that's the thing. It's like those guys won't because they're pussies. And they deserve to be what, knocked in the face. What's the
3: Jewish guy gonna do? Appraise a diamond for him?
2: Dude, did you see? <laughs> did you see the video of Shia LaBeouf? I did. I couldn't was, believe yeah. this. This This is the epitome of internet pussy and Nazi. It, and it's
3: a choice. Like it says, a tough. Ch- if, if 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 given the choice to punch Shia LaBeouf in the face or a Nazi, I don't <laughs> even know what I'd do. I'd be like, Oh my god, it's Christmas, and I can't decide. I which. just. I couldn't believe it though. I,
2: I was shocked. Yeah. So in this video, Shia LaBeouf, yeah. who, I just hate that guy. I mean, he's just, there's so much to hate about him. Sure. But Shia LaBeouf has done this, like, this, this protest against Trump. So for the next four years, he has a camera set up outside some museum in New York. And he's, like, walking around chanting, he will not divide us. Yeah. He will not divide us. And he's got all these hipsters out there chanting, he will not divide us. And Shia LaBeouf looks like some kind of homeless hipster guy. Right. Um, he, he, he looks like, yeah, like a guy that would be, like, uh, playing the mandolin in Iron and Wine. Sure. You know? Yeah. And so, anyway, he's sitting here doing the He Will Not Divide Us chant. And this hipster internet Nazi wearing, like, I don't know, a Ben Sherman mod suit or right. something. <laughs> he, like, comes up to the camera and he's, like, 14. Which yeah. is, like, some kind of Nazi called the arms. And Shia LaBeouf loses it. Right. Gets in his face, screaming, He Will Not Divide Us, pushing this guy, like, chest pushing him. And this Nazi did nothing yeah he did dude right. back in our day that skinhead would have beat the living fuck out of shia labeouf but these internet pussy non-confrontational nazis just
3: he he didn't know what to do he looked scared he was frightened well look i mean people are emotional i feel like if you're gonna be a nazi you gotta expect at some point you're gonna get punched in the face exactly people will have emotional reactions to it. just like if you punch a nazi you might get arrested for that and you all have to deal with that consequence, you know? Uh I, I I don't think it's right or wrong, really, to do that. I think if you're a Nazi, you gotta like, you know, it's like that scene in I don't know, Die Hard with the vengeance or whatever.
2: <laughs> when he was rolling down the, uh, the you know, skateboard? when he has to
3: go up, when he has to go up <laughs> to Harlem holding a sign. Did you, did, like, did,
2: yeah. Did they tie him up on the skateboard when he had ninjas. that sign?
3: Uh <laughs> No, he wasn't on a skateboard. I thought he was on a skateboard
2: or something. I don't know what I'm you're thinking You're confusing
3: of. with Home Alone 2. Maybe, maybe that, think, yeah. yeah. But he uh, had the sign. He and had to walk Samuel down L. in Jackson Harlem. And then Jackson reluctantly helps him for no reason. And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but, it's but like that's that. what I'm saying. It's, it's like, like that. that.
2: If you're going to go out and talk about ethnic cleansing and other awful, awful things, you shouldn't expect at any time to be punched in the face. Right. And these fucking dudes will then go onto their internet 4chan boards and start crying with their other pussy Nazis. And uh, we'll start saying like, oh, these anarchist thugs, they attacked us. And all we're trying to do is just freedom of speech. It's like, you know what? Dude, skinheads in the 90s and the 80s yeah. didn't give a shit about you, uh, you like, coming up to them and attacking them. They're going to fucking fight because they're saying horrible shit and they actually believe that horrible shit. Right. These internet Nazis are doing it because it's a fad. And yeah. they think it's cool, and they, they're the same people that will go bully a fat chick into committing suicide. They're like these internet trolls, right? And these guys deserve a comeuppance. They deserve sure. a, a you know, they deserve a reality check. And I think a reality check for Richard Spencer or any of those other fucking the dude with Shia LaBeouf is a punch in the face, right? You know?
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, take advantage of of the. But what what I do
2: find hilarious about the whole thing is that Richard Spencer's worried about the video of him being punched in the face becoming the meme to end all memes. And he's really embarrassed because he doesn't want to have to see it. It's like, you know what, Richard Spencer... It's already become a meme. Dan, well, memes. that look when
3: he when he walks away and then he turns back towards the camera looks like such a puss, man. <laughs> all those happens. guys yeah, with man.
2: their haircuts—it's like they got this it's hipster right fade haircut.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: This yeah. is Pepe, my frog pen. Pepe what? the frog. It's like yeah. you know what? Skinheads don't wear fucking little Pepe the frog pins. They got fourth right crosses
3: what and swastika pins. Yeah, those undercut things are weird because they're like. They're like I'm a concentration camp guard, but I'm hit. I'm hit with it. You know what I mean.
2: I just want to yeah. see one of these internet Nazis get arrested for something, go to prison, and just be punked out by a real Nazi. It's going to be like full on American History X. You're going to get sodomized while you're trying to brush your
3: teeth. I have and you're a, going to be like, but Heil Hitler! <laughs> I have a weird relationship with the Nazis. Like I, you know, I. Uh, I see. If I see what I, I kind of seriously consider murdering them. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I'm fascinated with them. I've been. I spent the night in Vevelsburg Castle, which was the headquarters of the SS, where Himmler built a you know all this mystic fucking uh, Camelot bullshit. Yeah, like well, that's what I'm saying. Those Nazis are interesting. They right. are fascinating. Yeah.
2: These internet Nazis, there's nothing interesting about them. That's true. It, it's like so that you jump onto a fat because it's hip to be your alt-right. What is the alt-right? Well, there's one... That... People who are too... They're, they're fucking too feminine. and <laughs> it's Seriously, too feminine to be a real Nazi is what they are. That's true, yeah. And Richard Spencer's like, we're not Nazis, we're identitarians. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you heard him say that? He goes, Nazism is a historical term which is not able to resonate today. I'm... An identitarian. I support a white homeland for a dispossessed white race. And I call for peaceful ethnic cleansing. Right. They want
3: to ship um, black people back to Africa.
2: To put a stop to the deconstruction of European culture. Right. Yeah. It's like these guys in the far Eastern European far rights, you're pussy Nazis. Right. That's what you are. You're per- pussy Nazis and you deserve our derision and our scorn. Sure. And a punch in the face. Right. Yeah, that's that's exactly. They they really do, you know. At least the Nazis of the days of yore, like they're kind of fearsome individuals. Yeah, and they and I they mean, were insane.
3: And and who else? I mean, what other organization can you think of that uh, you know has part of its uniform has a dope ass black leather duster? Uh, what the
2: fuck, dude? Those uniforms are great. I know. <laughs> God, these guys, they're they're just like yeah, and like they're Ben Sherman suits. Yeah, listen to this. Um, he made a video, a separate video called the assault on me, where he showed his, his black eye. And he said, he's going to start considering this is Richard Spencer. He's going to start considering operational security. He said he was recording the video from what he called a safe space. Cause he, he's too scared. such
3: so, a cry baby.
2: He's <laughs> too scared yeah. to go out to the women's March. He said, I was planning to go out tomorrow during the women's March to do some journalism, but I can't do that anymore. I've reached a stage of being a public figure where I'm going to be recognized and then attacked. I don't like pussy hats. It's like if you're going to speak about fucking ethnic cleansing and how much you hate other races, expect to be beaten. Yes. And own it. Fucking dude. It's just like when I hear this, it's just like, I'm just like, God, you guys are such pussies. (laughs) I would love to see real skidheads just kind of come in here and just beat the fuck out of these like poser, poser Nazis. Right. You know that's what yep. they are. Yeah, it, it, it really bothers. If you're gonna, be- I like my Nazis to be a real Nazi. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah,
3: no, no, no. If you're gonna go 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 all in, don't be half assed. You know, no half measures here. Yeah, like
2: get a fucking Waffen SS outfit yeah. and walk around doing your Z-Comp. Like own it. Don't be like a fucking yeah. Half-assed, I actually respect.
3: Nazi. Uh, I I would respect uh, these full on Nazis more than somebody who's like, well, I don't see color. I don't think race is an issue here. In America, like I, that, I don't respect because it's stupid and it doesn't make any sense. If somebody's just like, "Yeah, I think the races should be separate," I can, I can, I can at least understand that 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 at least vibes with something, you know.
2: And that's the thing. And you're entitled to that it's a clear We ethos. have the First Amendment here. You yeah. can speak your mind. Right. The KKK can go out and speak their mind. But keep in mind, if you're gonna fucking put a your a pillowcase on your head and cut out eye holes and put a burning cross in someone's yard, expect to be fucking punched in the face. Right. Because that's what's going to happen to you.
3: Uh, and I mean, it could just be like a, you know, a Halloween uh, revelry gone horribly wrong, you know? They're probably
2: not a very good Halloween outfit. No. Not enough for your child, no. you know? <laughs> yeah, I'd probably avoid that. But, you know, it makes me think of, uh, like you were saying you, you had a friend named White Power Sean?
3: He's a friend of a friend, let's say. He can't I... read also. <laughs> How's he going to read Mind Kampf <laughs> The then? Master Does he have race... to get Mind Kampf on audiobook?
2: Yeah. I had a. There's a guy when I worked at Centerfolds in San Francisco, the strip club. There's a guy that worked the door named White Power Andy. Right. And uh, he was a big, he's a big motherfucker. He was like probably six foot four, just covered in swastika and third reg tattoos. Sure. And uh, for some reason, he liked me. I yeah. mean, I would give him shit. He would give me shit. Right. And uh, make, you know, Jew jokes and all that. And I'd make Nazi jokes. And we just got along really well. He happened to live across the street from my sister in the Tenderloin. Right. And this dude, like, sold a lot of drugs. So I introduced him to my sister's boyfriend. And we would just go over there to go get, like, blow or whatever. And this dude, like, lived in this one-bedroom apartment with three pit bulls and just Nazi flags everywhere. Right. And this little, um, what were those female skinheads called? They had a name. Uh, they? Shit! They had Chelsea girls, Chelsea haircut. They, you know they that, were called
3: Chelsea. Not girls? Chelsea,
2: but they had the Chelsea haircuts. You know what I'm saying?
3: Where it's like it's all shaved except for the sides. Oh, I love that shit. I, I no, I've I've definitely jerked off to Nazi chicks. Yeah, this girl is like yeah. 20. Yeah, and you, I was
2: just looking at him, like, what happened to you? Like, where did Daddy touch you? Right. You know, it's like Jesus. Um But anyway. Uh, we I go hang out with this guy, and this dude like had some stories about right. beating the fuck out of people at punk shows. And he's like, "I'm like, you are a fearsome skinhead Nazi. You fiercely believe in these horrible beliefs that you have, but yet you're willing to own it right. and represent yourself accordingly." Yeah. Whereas, like, I bet you this guy is ashamed, right. to be associated with the
3: alt right. Probably, yeah. You know? I mean, that's why the yeah that's why the whole there's like eight chan versus the weird. Warring factions of of the you know this the ultra ultra right wing. It's very well, that, strange. You're getting into all those uh, Nazi podcasts these days, aren't you? I've been listening to a lot of them. What well, what's the uh, network? The right stuff. Or the something? right stuff. Yeah, my favorite one is the Ananerba Hour, <laughs> uh, which with the paranormies where they discuss like every now and then they'll like say some bad shit about Jews, but it's mostly talking <laughs> about like the Wendigo and ghosts and Atlantis. You know, and uh Nazi flying saucers and what have you
2: We reached out to one of these guys to come on the show. But I really we would never like, heard back,
3: yeah, I really would i I, I enjoy the show. Uh, I'd love for one of them to come, in. especially the occult guys. Because the well, occult guys, I can, I have a, I have a in with them. You know what I mean? We, we see eye to eye on a few things. I have a, f- like a couple of documentaries people, you know, about the Nazis
2: and uh, the Third Reich and their occult their occult studies, and it's, I mean, that
3: that's fascinating. Oh yeah, this the best book about it actually, and the most realistic one. Not Morning and the Magicians guys because that thing's nonsense. Uh, Unholy Alliance by Peter Lavenda, best book on it subject. I've Absolutely. read many. I don't know if I've seen
2: that one. I have to check that yeah, one out. it's good shit. But yeah, the 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 one Nazi uh, the thing in the news is uh, the what the main show of The Right Stuff is called the Daily Showa. Uh, this oh, yeah. guy <laughs> I, I find this hilarious. Yeah. This guy been hosting the show for nine years. And dude they get like a hundred thousand listeners a week.
3: And they get money. That's way more than yeah, we have. Just, you know, yeah, I
2: know. I'm just like, God, we, yeah. we should just have the White Power Podcast. Be popular. Yeah, yeah, it's like Hitler rules. Okay, yeah. uh, Go to our Patreon. But Uh, this dude like had been espousing all these horrible beliefs the leader of this like Nazi podcast and then he got doxxed by one of the other uh, Nazi groups and it turns out he's been married to a Jewish oh yeah married to a Jewish woman this whole time and he tried to deny it but then eventually
3: he's just like yeah but that's what I'm saying he's a classic example and he also like he was like a well-paid IT guy in in New York City and uh, (laughs) he got uh, he got fired you know like they uh, you know I think he's getting divorced. It's the whole thing.
2: I just picture these guys who look like the comic book guy from The Simpsons, but yet wearing like a Nazi t-shirt. Right. You know, it's like these guys, they they like to represent themselves. morbidly obese.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's like
2: they like to represent themselves as like these, you know, evil Nazis
3: on the internet.
2: But when it comes down to it, you know, they're like, they should be working as like the, at at best by Did you hear what he said? He's like,
3: when I started this blog, it was a libertarian blog. And there were like four people who gave a fuck, and then he's like, "If I turn it up, then you know, a few notches, there you go." But see, exactly, it's like yeah. I don't think these people truly believe these viewpoints. Yeah, like Ann Coulter, I don't, I don't think I think Ann Coulter just realized a brilliant way to make a living. Yeah, you know? it's just to be a troll. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So,
2: um, but yeah, I mean, when it comes down to like oh, the internet's, like, is it okay to punch a Nazi? It's like you know, I, I'm conflicted, and I do feel that you shouldn't go around punching people in the face that have different viewpoints than you,
3: but some people do deserve it. Yeah. You know? Sure. Why not? You know? Yeah. So, anyway. But I don't we, know, man. I mean, the, if you see the pictures of the, you know, the smokestacks, the shadows that they cast, I don't know, man. <laughs> Did it really happen? You know? I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, everybody on Facebook seems to think so, but when you really think about the JQ uh you know is it all real did it all happen did it happen yeah yeah there's been tests and uh <laughs> these tests came conclusive for certain things I, I, right think, I, mean? I think i think they're apocryphal
2: science right. is a similar is it is very similar to the fake news organizations right that uh republicans get their facts from yeah but uh but hey um well, why, why do we need to punch them in the face, though? Why can't we embarrass them another way? Like, I was thinking about this. Like, why not just chuck used tampons on th- at them or something? Or like, have you ever seen a, I remember one time in a... Why don't we
3: just squirt semen with a syringe, like, to get that Walmart guy...
4: You
2: yeah, know, from a few weeks like ago. That, that would be yeah. funny. Yeah. Squirt your juice semen on them. And then I'll upload it to Pornhub
3: afterwards. it would be great.
2: <laughs> I remember one time uh, I was at a friend's house, and this guy's girlfriend was psycho, and they got into a big fight. And she went to the bathroom, and she came back out and just slapped him across the face, and she had a bloody tampon in her hand. There's just like a big blood mark across God his damn, face. damn, son. And we're all like, oh shit, yeah, we should go. Um, but I was just thinking, maybe that's what you should do. I just go up and just like slap a Nazi with a used tampon. Yeah, you know, you know why not? Sure. Maybe throw throw some calamari at them. Go right. to like Trader Joe's and get calamari. It's like pelt them with calamari. I don't know. Maybe you don't need to. Maybe there's a way we can embarrass them rather than punching them. Okay. However, I I do love the the uh, the punch set to music. Have you been watching those? No, I have not. So they people have remixed uh, the, the the punching of Richard Spencer to like bored in the USA. And, yeah. Uh, uh, boys are back in town. My favorite one is, you know that Icona pop song? It's a horrible dance track no. from like the mid-2000s. It's like, I had something, something, rode my car into a bridge, and I don't care. Oh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. So um, uh, yeah. they did that, but it's like, instead of saying I drove my car into the bridge, it's like, I drove my fist into a
3: Nazi. Bam! I don't care. And it's just a remix. It's, it's a pretty amazing one. I, I I very much endorse, though, the punching of uh, farmer bro Martin Shkreli. If you ever get the opportunity, anybody, That guy deserves a punch in the Ooh. face. He just, really does. Just his face alone. Regardless just of anything fuck. he's ever done, he just got such a punchable fucking face. Is he
2: an all right uh, internet pussy Nazi?
3: Um, he looks like it. If he isn't, he's just a terrible <laughs> human being anyway. He <laughs> just looks like the poster boy for that yeah. whole crew.
2: Anyway, people, uh, episode 568 here is Sick and Wrong. We have news stories coming up next. We have phone calls after that. But first, here's a Valentine's Day uh, promotion from AdamNeed.com.
3: You can make this Valentine's Day one that you'll both never forget with this amazing offer from AdamAndEve.com. Through Valentine's Day, you'll receive 50% off just about any item. Just go to AdamAndEve.com and you'll find over 18,000 adult entertainment products, including toys, lingerie, and a seemingly endless selection of adult DVDs. And there's more! With every order, you'll receive our romance kit free! Our romance kit includes a toy for him, a special massager for her, and a little something we know you'll both enjoy, plus a free adult DVD to put you in the mood. And that's not all, oh no, we'll also throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special Valentine's offer. Get 50% off one item, a free romance kit, and free shipping when you enter offer code DIDDLE. D-I-D-D-L-E. That's DIDDLE at adamandeve.com.
2: So Harrison, do you hear about this uh, this this human pig embryo that was uh, that was like given birth this week? Uh, yes, I <laughs> have. It was created I, this week in a lab. And I welcome the new Dr. Moreau world that we'll live in. I actually, you know? yeah, as soon as I read this, I was like, God, this is amazing this is a glimpse go- of the future look it's going to make the nuclear holocaust so much more entertaining you know it's like while we're being bogged down like eh, women shouldn't have abortions let's defund Planned Parenthood yeah. ban Muslims it's like the real thing we should be focusing on yeah. is making
3: animal human hybrids right I, I mean I've always I've said this many times on the show I've, I'm consistent in my viewpoint on this and I want a friend that's a St. Bernard man and that's all I've ever asked for in this life
2: I want like a, a friendly tapper, man. You know those tapers or tappers? How do you say that? They look tapers. like kind of like little elephants. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, from those like, things. Yeah. Aren't they extinct or some shit? No, they look like they, they uh, have them in
3: Argentina. Okay.
2: What are they called? Tappers? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I want one of those. You want,
3: I, mix, like one, mixed with Jake Tapper from CNN.
2: Yeah. Okay. Jake Tapper as a tapper. Yeah. Jake
3: Tapper, but T-A-P-I-R. Uh, I wouldn't mind that. Okay. I I want those lizards. With the frilly necks from Australia that run around and go, like, ah! <laughs> and they have, like, the Shakespeare, like, you know. They, they you can... know, they're going to do meth.
2: Yeah. Those guys are going to do meth. <laughs> they're going to, like, puff up their necks. Yeah. You know what? I wouldn't mind if they would somehow, I think this would actually probably sell really well, too, is if they could somehow crossbreed doors with pugs. So they're little Ooh, and they're cute yeah. Oh and they're running around and they do, you know, they're like they, ancient Rome, you know, how great would that yeah, be? Yeah, yeah. So it's like you got this little pug dwarf just cruising around like, go fetch me my Miller light. Right. And they look like
3: the moblins from Zelda. It'll oh my be God, great. That would be. We'll have goblins.
2: How much do they, how much would you pay for a pug dwarf? Human. 10 grand. Cross with a pug. I would pay grand. at least 10 grand. At least 10 grand. I think you make a lot of money off that. I going to debt. But so anyway, it's a, this has always been something in like, a, you know, it'd be in like a HG Wells book or Philip K Dick would speculate or conjecture about human pig hybrids. Right. But they've actually done it. And they and I think it's like they did it despite the ban on this type of research. Right.
3: So I think um, they should. If you could do something like that, you should do it. Oh, I think so for sure. It's amazing. And
2: I'd like to think that these rogue scientists are like you know, yeah. crossbreeding humans with other animals, like right, right. now, yeah. in like a basement in like New Mexico. Um, I
3: mean, I, just on the way here, walking here, I got attacked by a rhinoceros, man. So somebody's <laughs> doing something, right?
2: I yeah, know. I've seen a few homeless people that yeah. could be like half human, <laughs> half rat. Yeah. Um, scientists created two human pig embryos, then destroyed them after a few weeks of growth. Uh, the creations include human stem cells grown inside pig embryos with the cells constituting only a small part of the embryos. Uh, their hope is that such recombinations could be used to grow replacement organs for humans.
3: That's lovely. Yeah. I love
2: it. That wouldn't be rejected.
3: Don't these scientists watch movies? Yeah, I know. Like, have, have you know ever that? seen
2: Spice? Yeah, like
3: one. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course, one's going to like slip through the cracks and and, you know, gestate. And then it's going to live inside the fucking vents. And it's going to be all sad and reading Milton and just, you know, this is what's going to happen. Exactly. And it's going
2: to suddenly become, you know, sentient because they're sentient and they're going to have the human sentience and they're going to suddenly like realize what they're being bred for. Right. You know, and then what's going to happen? You're going to have another Smith cover band.
3: Yeah. So emo and snorty. It's just going to be, you know, it'll happen. I mean, this is my promise to America.
2: Or you're going to get like a pervert scientist like Harrison. That's going to be like. I might fuck that thing actually, right? And then they're gonna fuck the human pig hybrid, and then create human pig hybrid babies. Oh yeah! And then what's gonna happen?
3: Well, I mean, hopefully, the step after that would be for me to somehow recreate Chitara from the Thundercats. Ooh. Yeah, I would probably. And make her my bride.
2: Yeah. So the controversial experiment he was conducting in California and Spain and paid for by a private foundation, probably run by Jews. That's the kind of shit I would pay for if I was like a billionaire. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. suspended taxpayer funding for such animal-human combinations <laughs> in 2015. <laughs> But you know what's weird is I thought the government now is yeah. pro-life. You'd think they'd be pro-this.
3: Like, fuck all this Elon Musk, you know, let's send rich people to space bullshit. Yeah, let's make you know? some animal pigs yeah, yeah. or human pigs. I want some bird men. Apparently they're doing bird men, too. That's the thing. Did you, did you hear, not, not to change
2: the subject, yeah. but did you hear that recent news about Elon Musk digging the tunnel? No. You didn't hear he about this? Doug it. Elon Musk, the founder of yeah, Tesla, the guy, that guy that's trying to create the, uh, yeah. what's that? We talked uh, about the that. Hyperloop. That Hyperloop. What a fucking um, Apparently, lot. he's so annoyed by Los Angeles traffic yeah. that he's building a series of tunnels from his home to his company underneath the city.
3: Well, I, hope, <laughs> I wish him good luck because that's where the lizard people keep their gold. Ex- yeah. You know? there's so a, he's going to be fucked.
2: Yeah, the, the lizard people that live under yeah. under L.A., so the possibility of growing human organs and pig embryos is still far away. Oh. That's what the researchers said. But this is a very early step toward the goal. I'm, I'm actually very optimistic
3: about it. I am too, but I don't know. It's, but whenever they say that, it's like, oh, it's coming out. It's coming out. Like, I'll be dead.
2: You know? Well, the thing is, is like with this obstructionist government that we have. They're pro-life yeah. about fetuses. But when you actually have a human pig, they're
3: like, no, it's an aberration of nature. Yeah, and the it's pig like, the pigmen have that awesome uh, you know, book on how to help us to serve man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they, they, they really know how to how to how to really put it together.
2: I mean you could have like the subordinate species that you can yeah. boss around. Right. And no and everybody, you know, even people are like, Well, yeah, well, we made these pug Boy slaves. Yeah. And people would be like, Yeah, it's fine. They're they're pug boys. They're like a lower species. Yeah. They're chimeras. <laughs> um so the the larger the evolutionary distance the more difficult for them to mix. Ah. So that's why pigs are very close to us. Are they? Yeah. What, just because we're pink? And
3: and I know, they say, well, they've, they've tried to like,
2: combine mice yeah. and rats with humans. Right. But, I mean, there's a pretty huge uh, you right. know, uh, difference between our species. But uh, larger animals like pigs would be needed to make human-sized organs. Right.
3: So you think maybe like a gorilla. What about a monkey? That's not, what I'm like, saying, like a gorilla innate, or a, a chimpanzee monkey. or yeah, something. yeah. yeah. And possibly. We could breed a a chimpanzee that won't eat our faces. I'd love to do that.
2: The Salk team is working on making human-friendly pancreases, hearts, and livers in pigs. And so that the animals would grow the organs. So these human pigs would grow the organs in place of their own and then would be euthanized before the organ is removed. Ah. However... The vision raises huge ethical concerns such as fears about the animal developing some human-like characteristics.
3: Right. So, so I was, think
2: that's what would happen. It's like yeah. a, they, it would develop sentience and then all of a sudden it'd be like I am just a vessel carrying organs for you. Right. That is my
3: life. And then like, <laughs> I feel a, like this was a movie with Justin Timberlake or something where it's No, like, it was Adrian Brody in oh. Splice and then he no, fucked it. No, there's another one where where there was a whole sector of people that were just grown so that rich people could get arms and legs and oh, kidneys oh
2: my god what is that movie like, I know that movie it's got um, oh, it's an English movie it, it, it's yeah it's like this group of yeah. these kids were just grown just for organ harvesting and they're clones right they're clones of like uh, and they're they're regular people who are living in the city but they're clones just for organs yeah and they're donors organ donors I think donors. it was called the insane clone posse I'm pretty sure <laughs> Uh, we were talking about that prior to recording the show, the Seinfeld Pigman episode. Oh, right, that's that is what I'd want to see. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing. If we have human pigs walking around, we're probably going to have another a repeat of the Pigman episode. Yeah, what was absolutely. the deal with that? It was like Kramer saw a pigman at the, In the hospital. hospital,
3: and he was trying to prove that he existed. <laughs> but did, you know? did George find him or something? No, George was just like excited about it because he compared to a pigman, he's quite a, quite the catch. <laughs> that's why that was this whole thing about it so. yeah
2: I wonder if certain chicks would be like you know I'm into the the, the pig man of course you know like it, it becomes like yeah. you know even more hip than the guy getting like you know lip piercings and tattoos it's like right. no actually you're cross with an animal
3: yeah you're it's like a baboon boy yeah when, <laughs> women that have already you know their fathers maybe were animal human hybrids they would be into that as well
2: yeah because we'd evolve yeah. a whole new species yep X Men, yeah. <laughs> what do you have here for the second story?
3: This one is kind of nuts. Uh, stabbing, nuts. stabbing a stranger was absolutely fantastic. Teen writes in diary. Absolutely fantastic. Somebody got into her diary. She had the little lock on it and everything. I didn't know teens still kept diaries. Is that, that a thing,
2: girls? Girl teens? Well, still now do? that
3: since since live journal isn't a thing, they're, they've gone back. They've retrofitted you know the whole experience you know <laughs> that's why everybody's playing fucking Nintendo games you know anyway uh, Pearl listening to cassette tapes exactly yeah. yeah what's up with that I don't know I don't I know I had to get one I had to get a tape you like, have to have a tape deck for what I don't know people give me like their tapes and I'm like it's yeah. hip it's like a hip
2: thing like they think it's really cool to have a uh, cassette it was a shitty medium <laughs> it's the shittiest medium next yeah. to 8-tracks
3: they get all fucked, you gotta take a pencil. Like come on, guys. Anyway, uh Pearl Moen will spend the next fifteen years behind bar for the near bars for the near fatal stabbing of a nurse. Hm. Pearl Moen, nineteen wanted to know what it would feel like to kill someone, said the district attorney after she was sentenced to fifteen years in prison for attempted murder. Uh Moen, had a history of drug abuse and psychological issues, and uh, she had walked to a nearby Austin Park the morning of November 14, thousand fifteen, where a twenty-three-year-old nurse was lying on a blanket. Is, is
2: this girl like a gothic, like emo-looking teen? She's cute. I wouldn't. She doesn't look that
3: emo. She just kind of looks like a, just a know. just a normal teen. Yeah, a normal <laughs> teen. Maybe you know, maybe a. a squirrel nut zippers t-shirt. I don't know what kids listen to now. I have no, I don't know. They I don't love even. the squirrel nut zippers yeah. actually. Both. I just, I, I my all my knowledge comes from when I actually worked at Hot Topic when I was like seventeen. <laughs> yeah, most teens love the squirrel nut. And I Zippers. remember seeing those T shirts and I'm like, I have no idea what this is, and I hope I would never do, and I still don't. Well, I think that
2: it's it's divided between these two factions: the squirrel nut zipper teens and the cherry pop and daddies. Oh yeah, teens. yeah, like they like either they're one of they're... those those bands. It's very popular. <laughs> is
3: it swing? Is, it, is that what it is? <laughs> <I don't> no. <know. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it is swing. Well. This is, I, I mean, I blame this whole stabbing on the Zoot Suit Riot. So <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, she had a history of drug abuse and psychological issues. I mean, who the fuck doesn't? Honestly, you know, you don't nah. see me stabbing nurses on blankets. Uh, anyway, uh, all of a sudden she opens her eyes to someone stabbing her repeatedly. The victim's father told Austin News. Moen ran away and described the attack in her diary. She screamed and grabbed at me, saying, what the fuck? Help, leave, <laughs> the teen wrote, according to police. The victim, a labor and delivery nurse at a local hospital, was stabbed 21 fucking times. 21 times, yeah. and she survived. Yeah, she survived after multiple blood transfusions. Wow. She had a collapsed the lung, and, you know. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing that she couple survived couple perforated that. organs. <clears throat> She's yeah. a dartboard, human dartboard. Yes, exactly. Uh, and and she couldn't really describe the, the attacker that well. Um, the only thing is that, uh, you know, the only clue at the crime scene was a blood splattered gold ring. Ooh, It's like clue, you know? Yeah. Let's say yeah. she left a piece of evidence she left behind. It, yeah. And then uh, she wrote about it in her diary. She said, I lost my other gold ring. I've worn all my life on a chain around my neck as it was ripped off by a girl. I was murdering. Fate is weird. It's a candlestick in the library. Yeah, <laughs> Colonel Mustard's kind of weird. I don't know. <laughs> He's creepy. Uh, the, <laughs> the attack remained unsolved for uh, almost two years, uh, when until the teen's mother reported her daughter had threatened her with a knife. Ooh. Yeah, and then that's when shit started to come together. Was well, she like,
2: "Catch me outside"? How about that?
3: Uh, yeah, well, they were like, "Why this bitch's got a knife. And she. You have, you, have
2: you heard that? What? The cash me outside girl. What the fuck is that? You know, what I mean? See, I, you know it's funny because I just found out about the cash me outside girl. Yeah. And everybody I work with, these, these young guys are like, you're just finding out about that now. I'm like, when was this a thing? They're like, two months ago.
3: I just found out about Yee.
2: I don't even know what that is. All
3: right. Well, it's great. Yee? Yee. Is it a drug? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a viral video. Oh, okay. You have to ye. show that to me. I'll show you the
2: cash me outside girl. Basically, this girl's 13. Yeah, and uh, she's on Doctor Phil. Yeah, and she like threatened her mom, and uh, meanwhile she's like calling the audience hoes. She's like, "Yeah, a bunch of hoes." And Doctor Phil's like, "Are you saying the audience are all hoes?" Yeah, and she's like, "That's what I said. Cash me outside. How about that?" Yeah, and he's like, "What do you What do you mean?" (laughs) And the mom's like translating. She's like, she's saying. Catch her outside. You can meet up with her outside, and then she'll do what she does.
3: <laughs> oh, I thought it was like ca- like when you're in a casino and you're like, "Cash me out." Well, that's what Side. it sounds like. If the guy's name happens to be Side, who who you cash your chips in with?
2: Well, she's saying, oh, right. "Catch me outside." How about oh, that? Okay. But it comes out as "Cash me outside." How about that? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not even it's not even a
3: language. Have a da- catch me outside, <laughs> haberdasher. <laughs> I'll see how well you make hats. And these people are the future of America. Yes. Dear God. Well, there you go. Uh, Yeah, so anyway. um, She threatened her mom. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so Moen's mother later discovered the teen's diary, which she turned over to detectives. The entry about the stabbing quoted in the arrest affidavit reads... I stabbed an innocent woman to death earlier today, technically yesterday since it's 1 a.m. It was absolutely fantastic. (laughs) Murder gives me a high unlike any other. It feels like this crisp unreality, flashing and sparkling, adrenaline and shock of fight or flight mode. How do I even go about describing it? The whole thing was unreal. I am so proud of myself. Totally unreal. Yeah. Like I stabbed her like 20 times, (laughs) maybe more. I wasn't even counting. She screamed and grabbed at me saying, what the fuck? Help leave. For now, I should uh, explain why. Other than the fact that I'm a homicidal psychopath, I have a deep hatred towards people right now. Uh, Yesterday, I lost my other gold ring I've worn all my life on a chain around my neck as it was ripped off by a girl I was murdering. (laughs) Fate is weird, guys. LOL. LOL. Uh... Well, you know, you
2: really sounded like Miley Cyrus there. I got to say, like, I closed my eyes at one point, I was just like, this is Miley Cyrus, party <laughs> in the USA era. Miley Cyrus, we was homies and shit.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, uh, yeah. I had to show you, I had to show Dee earlier before the show began the video in which she just talks in the verse and then during the chorus dances around in a diaper and sings. Yeah, that's so, that's, that's, hot. that's it's my important. New everyone should watch it. It's must see, t- yeah, everyone. Anyway. Uh, the journal also contained a drawing of the crime scene. <laughs> I'd like to see that. The victim uh, has nerve damage, uh, and she was shocked when she learned the, the diary entry. I always thought she would walk around the guilt with guilt, but knowing she had this joy and this pride is very unsettling. Now, this
2: girl's a psychopath. Yeah, She's yeah. She's
3: like Dahmer. Exactly. Except she didn't eat the person, but. Dahmer in the making. At least Dahmer had kind of a purpose. He's like, I need to make a Filipino sex zombie. Yeah, he he actually, he had an objective. (laughs) Yeah, there was like a practical thing. It's a Uh, spree murder. Yeah. A former classmate of Moen's said she seemed to be very introverted and shy at times, but overall, she was very sweet and creative. (laughs) We lost touch a little bit over the past year. And I heard from other friends she began to start hanging out with the wrong crowd. Since so that goth crowd, you know what? She probably went over the cherry pop and yeah. daddy's crowd. How is she not the wrong crowd? <laughs> like, when is the wrong crowd you? Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know. How do you realize uh, that? Is it, is it when you're in a, you know, Yakov Smirnov joke about fucking <laughs> Soviet Russia? Is that the only time when the wrong crowd is you? I don't know. We'll figure it out, guys, together. Uh, yeah, so Moen faced a maximum of 20 years behind bars, I think, because she, she was 17 when she oh, did this. Oh, when she did this. Oh, okay. And this is Texas, mind you. God, I'm surprised they didn't electrocute. Were they like,
2: you know. You, yeah. Yeah. That's, she got off easy. Yeah,
3: hmm. so uh, she, uh, she pled guilty in exchange for a 15-year sentence. So
2: this girl that was stabbed, the victim here, she was yes. just on a blanket in a park yeah. hanging out. Where was her? Was she by herself? She was by herself.
3: Oh okay. Laying well, on a blanket sounds pretty suspicious to me. That's creepy. Yeah, who's got yeah. A, who's got a blanket nowadays? A blanket in the middle of the park. Which I mean, what was she trying to do? Was she trying to infect uh, Native Americans <laughs> with that blanket? Yeah, yeah, but
2: was she making smallpox? I mean,
3: I don't know. Maybe it's know. more sinister than it seems. Oh, I know. Is this chick is nineteen? Uh, she'll be getting out. She'll be thirty-four. Huh. You know. I mean, I. I'll be, I'll be older than. Yeah, her. you'll be a little too old
2: at that point. But, like, but who knows? She she's she's into in weird shit now. Would be great. Yeah. I'd
3: be like, this is perfect.
2: I was about to say, this girl has the makings of a pen pal for you. Yes, absolutely. You know? Yeah, all all you thrill seekers out there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, the third story we have here uh, is out of Florida. It's a good old. Uh, Good old Florida story. Heartwarming Florida story. Oh,
3: yeah. I love those good old boys down there.
2: Sheriff says Florida cop shoved pills down elderly woman's throat and stole her dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is a stand up Floridian here. Florida man. Uh, Florida sheriff's deputy was arrested this week in connection with a series of bizarre crimes involving an older lady. Uh, he allegedly forced her to ingest medication and he sold her or gave her dog away on Craigslist. Oh. Yeah, this guy is a diabolical... Uh, That's weird. He's a diabolical yeah. man. He is. Uh, he is without he is, he has no conscience. He is a pure sociopathist man. Frankie Eugene Bybee, 18-year veteran of the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office. Yeah. 18 years on the force here. I was arrested uh, for a host of alleged crimes, including grand theft and attempted murder. Um, he's currently being held uh, on a million-dollar bond. Uh, according to the sheriff's office they began investigating him when an 80 year old woman complained that he was harassing her yeah. the woman told police that she met by me in October of this past year 2016 when he responded to a call for assistance at a residence and he helped her tra- he helped transport her to a local hospital which is an 80 year old lady living on her own he then began visiting the woman uh, while on and off duty and even introduced her to several members of his family Yeah. So I think he's trying to ingratiate himself. Sure.
3: Of course. Um, That's uh, what you do. Haven't you ever seen Apt Pupil? Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, A friendship quickly developed and Bybee allegedly agreed to temporarily care for the woman's dog while she was in the hospital. A two-year-old Yorkshire Terrier named JJ. Uh, The woman told authorities that she wrote him a check for $1,000 to cover grooming and veterinarian fees. So I think this woman's probably pretty well off. Right. She probably was married to a a wealthy man. He died. She's living off the
3: inheritance. Or she just, like, lived a long time and, you know, invested money when she was, like, 30. Yeah, she might have invested in, like,
2: Apple or something back in the day. Or just been very frugal. Uh, When the woman was released from hospital, Bybee refused to return her dog. He kept her dog. Kept the Yorkie. Um... He acknowledged taking possession of the dog and he said he placed an ad on Craigslist and rehomed it. Oh. Which is just evil. That yeah, is just evil. That's a dick move. It's like when you just gave this woman's dog away. Party foul. Yeah. Right. Um, investigators also discovered four checks in the woman's name made out to this guy totaling $65,000. God damn. The woman denied writing the checks and a forensic analysis oh. uh, uh, saw that there, there his fingerprints are all over these checks. So he forged a her cop. signature. Doesn't
3: he know? Like, what the f- that, That's what blows
2: my mind. It's like, what is this guy trying to do here? Is he trying to extort this woman? Is he trying to, like, befriend her and then get into her will? Yeah, I mean, that's what he should
3: have done. He's you a know, Florida cop, There's no though. need to give away dogs and forge checks. You He's not a criminal that. genius here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So,
2: the deputy was placed on administrative leave as soon as authorities continued their investigation. Three, d- three days later, after they discovered the checks, the woman contacted the sheriff's office, claiming that Bybee had entered her home wearing dark clothing and blue latex gloves and tried wow. to kill her. <sighs> this guy is not... You'd think 18 years on the force, so you'd figure out the right way to do this. Right. This is the wrong way. This is not the way you go about killing an, older, an elderly woman. Um... <laughs> He mounted the victim, and while holding her down, he forced prescription medication into her mouth. (laughs) The woman said she lost consciousness during the attack, and when she awoke, so she didn't die, he left her there thinking she was dead. Like, I don't know why we wouldn't, like, strangle her. It's like when you're trying something. to get a dog to take a pill. It's like, swallow it. <laughs> yeah, like you, swallow it. <laughs> you you rubber her it throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when she awoke, she discovered the inside door to her garage was open and her vehicle was running, filling her home with carbon monoxide fumes. Oh. So this genius here holds the lady down, force feeds her a bunch of uh, uh, Oxycontin or whatever, and then he tries to also, like... Well, I'm gonna make sure she's dead by uh, by filling her home with carbon monoxide. Wait, how do you do that again? So he he tried to like force her to uh, to uh, take painkillers. Yeah, and then he left like the the garage door open, so okay. the door to the garage. She was in her kitchen. I was hoping
3: that the fumes would just fill up the gar- the garage. Yeah, guys, that doesn't actually work anymore. Like, cars, modern cars, don't actually produce enough carbon monoxide to kill you. Well, she's I mean, old. Trust though. me, I've tried. She's old. She might have like a car from like she, the 90s. She might have like a 1987 Monte Carlo. Yeah, that or would something. be dope.
2: But uh, like, what? Why wouldn't he take her and put her in the car seat and actually, he's really, stage a suicide? Like, put her in the past in the driver's seat. Put like a you know, like a hose in there.
3: Yeah, put She's some gonna, sunglasses on her, like weekend to Bernies. It's like know? the carbon monoxide is yeah. not going to fill the garage up
2: and then fill the kitchen up. Yeah, no, it's oh, just, this guy's an yeah, idiot,
3: just an idiot. Yeah, you
2: know, I almost kind of wish like we could like you know give pointers on the show. It's like no, here, right? Send us your send us your plan. <laughs> We will critique it and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll critique it on air.
3: Yeah. I'm pretty good at stuff like this. Yeah. Send us your murder
2: plans. We'll let you know whether or not it's going to, if it's going to, you know, fly right. Right. So, Knight said investigators believe uh, Bybee left the vehicle running in an attempt to kill the victim and make it appear to be a suicide. Uh, The woman had sustained lacerations and abrasions to her face and bruising to her body. Um, Authorities say that since the woman has been working with investigators and Bybee's been uh, incarcerated, uh, they have actually located the woman's dog and returned it to her. Oh, that's good. So there's a happy ending yeah. here. You know? Um, the uh, suspect here denied the allegations and claimed to have an alibi for the time of the alleged assault. Okay. So, But what's interesting is that the dude has a record. According to the uh, the newspaper here, Bybee's been investigated by the sheriff's office five times since he was hired in 98. Uh, the most recent instance was last year, Uh, when he was accused of making a false statement to his supervisors he was found guilty of that charge and demoted from detective bureau to patrol division fire the guy five times seriously yeah career criminal over here but I was thinking about this maybe this is what you should do instead of um, passing out court summons is maybe go befriend some rich old Hollywood gay producer right and then like you know, maybe maybe give him an occasional handjob or two. But it's like you'd befriend him, and he doesn't have any family. Right. You know, he doesn't have any children. You'll inherit everything. So,
3: basically, this is like Sunset Boulevard, the film. I've never How seen How do I that. not turn up dead in a swimming pool? That's what happens. <laughs> well, I'm just After saying... After a chimpanzee funeral. This is what's going to
2: happen to me. It doesn't have to be a rich old gay man. It could okay. be also a rich old lady. But, but you live in a city... Where there's a lot of like, you know, a lot of money here. Yeah. A lot of rich Jews. Oh, yeah. A lot of rich gay Jews that run these uh, huge entertainment companies.
3: Right. And then you get into a position where you're like, you know, you're doing like, uh, what is that? Meals on wheels for elderly shut-ins. You're bringing them food. But you grind up glass really, really, really fine and put it in their food every day. That's what I'm and saying. Then, dude. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, but I mean, this once you what... get into the will, like once they like write you into the will, you know, because yeah. you, you're a friendly guy, yeah. charismatic individual, you know, it's like you you, you become friends with them. Right. And he writes you into the will, then use your glass trick. That's it happens. Would I've seen
3: it happen for people. You're nice to old people. Sometimes they're like, well, yeah, I, I had a friend, actually. That's how fucking sad life is.
2: I had a friend in uh, Michigan who helped some guy. It was when I was in college. He had helped some guy like in his neighborhood build his roof or something. Yeah. He was just some old man. That, uh, and they became friends. They'd hang yeah. out, and he'd go over there and have drinks with them every now and then. A couple years later, the guy died. Yeah. Left everything to this kid. Yeah. It <laughs> turned out the dude had like something like $600,000. Yeah. This dude inherited it all. That's what I'm saying, Harrison. You got a golden opportunity here. Yeah. just maybe a couple hand jobs to an 80 year old man is that sure. that big of a deal you can close your eyes
3: uh, I, I, I don't know I think Kenneth Anger's busy these days <laughs> we're gonna <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I don't know uh, people send your story sicker on podcast hotmail.com we have phone calls coming up next Sick on hotline 323-522-4032 is that number remember to keep it under three minutes uh, but first here's another word from Adam and Eve
3: Can make this Valentine's Day one that you'll both never forget with this amazing offer from adamandeve.com. Through Valentine's Day, you'll receive 50% off just about any item. Just go to adamandeve.com and you'll find over 18,000 adult entertainment products, including toys, lingerie, and a seemingly endless selection of adult DVDs. And there's more! With every order, you'll receive our romance kit free! Our romance kit includes a toy for him, a special massager for her, and a little something we know you'll both enjoy, plus a free adult DVD to put you in the mood. And that's not all, oh no, we'll also throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special Valentine's offer. Get 50% off one item, a free romance kit, and free shipping when you enter offer code DIDDLE. D-I-D-D-L-E. That's diddle at adamandeve.com. All
2: right, Harrison, got a few phone calls to get to. Um, believe it or not, we have a, uh, a sexy woman giving us a call. Hey, You know, it's hey. been a while since we've had a chick call into the show. Yes. You know, I gotta say, it's been, it's been a little bit of, uh, it's been some time. So when I first heard her, her, her female voice... You know, I was like, wow. The girls like us again. It, it, yeah. It, it felt good. It it's like pleasing. when
3: you meet uh, an actual woman in your World of Warcraft raiding party. Like, <laughs> Jesus. So anyway,
2: here's this a girl from Seattle that called the show.
4: Hi, Dee. Hi, Harrison. Um, first time caller, long time listener. I think I've been listening since I was 14, so damn near 10 years now. Jesus. Yeah. Um, my name is Mia from Seattle and I was listening to episode, I think, five sixty six and you guys were talking about sugar daddies. And me being a current stripper with many a sugar daddies can shed a little light about the whole parent introducing to parent aspect.
3: Wait, wait, what wait, what did Par- you say? A parrot
2: or parent? Um I think she said it's a parent aspect. Oh, okay. okay. It, it, it makes sense, though. It's like, you know, this... That makes more sense than the parrot thing, right? Yeah, well, it's like this guy, you know, kind of... Uh, oh, I'm right, your sugar figure. daddy. Yeah,
3: yeah. But you must talk to me parrot as well. <laughs> All
4: right. So, it really depends on the girl. Because my mom knows that I have sugar daddies. She's actually very proud of it. And she wants to meet them. And... I refuse to let her, because <laughs> that's just kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but I think it also kind of depends on whether or not how your sugar dad and how you are, and how your parents are, and everything. Sorry, the damn dog. How do you! But it depends.
2: <laughs>
3: what, what's going on right now? Is she uh, doing the peanut butter thing with her dog? I think she's, she's been silenced. By the, the, the canine media who don't want us to know the real truth behind the sugar daddy experience.
2: Yeah, I know. I thought we were getting pointers. Yeah. Harrison, this will work for Harrison. You know, you're unemployed. Yeah. You go find like a uh, old Hollywood gay sugar daddy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> this woman seems like she could teach you how. Yeah. She seems like she could, but the the, the dogs don't want me to know this. blocker. Yeah, you know. That they they they're always behind all these all these things, you know. So, they covered up Roswell. <laughs> these dogs, they they're behind everything. Well, hopefully
2: she calls back and she yeah. can uh, teach you how to jerk off an old man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Wait, is that the end That's of the call? It. That's it. That's okay. Done.
2: You know, I'm interested to see. So, I knew a lot of strippers when I used to be yeah. a strip club DJ. A lot of girls had these like sugar daddy relationships yeah. and they varied in terms of physical contact from like just meeting at the strip club they would get gifts or the guy would bring her some creepy outfit I remember one guy used to bring his dead wife's lingerie Ah, and this girl looked a lot like his dead wife when she was younger Yeah, and she would have to put on this you know 50 year old lingerie I mean this guy was old Yeah, he was like in his 80s and he'd bring his wife's like lingerie from like the 40s and 50s and she'd put it on so there's that where it's like, you know, you do lap dances, that kind of relationship, all the way to the other uh, the side of the spectrum where it's like you're full on like having sex with this 80 this year old guy. Yeah. So I'm wondering where she falls. Okay. Like, are you having full on sex with these sugar daddies or are you just like getting gifts? I would fucking hope so. I mean, Jesus Christ. Sometimes they don't want it though. <sighs> like, sometimes all they want is like, you know, to be in this like parental type of relationship, completely innocuous, even though it's creepy. Jesus. Well, others are just deviant old men like Trump that want to piss all over him. But I'd like to see, you know, I'd like to I'd like to hear back on uh, on uh, on this, on what,
3: her experience with the sugar daddies. What a sad world. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you wouldn't do that. If you're 80 years old, you had millions of dollars, like you wouldn't have some young
3: girl. Well, I mean, I at least try to bang her for God's sake. Yeah, for sure. You know, at least what do the that. Christ. This is like, you know, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, she's she's piqued my interest. I want it's to hear like a more. Nathaniel West story or some shit.
2: I, I love how her mom's so supportive, though. That's great.
3: That is good. I mean, yeah. it's nice. You should. She's always... like, you
2: don't need a job, honey. Just go jerk off another rich old man. Yeah, yeah. Chip off the old block. Uh, the next call we got here is from a kid that uh, got kidnapped. Oh, yeah, a guy got kidnapped. All right.
0: Oh, hey, Dean Harrison. I just wanted to call and let you guys know. Uh,
2: Is this the guy from The Simpsons? You're know that teenager archetype from The Simpsons that always uh, like works at the movie
3: theater. It sounds yeah. just like a yeah. uh, 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 Mr. Burns. Can I get a uh, mayonnaise with these fries? Uh, I'll have to call corporate. <laughs> That's literally what happens every time he's a drive-through.
0: That um, I got kidnapped yesterday. Um. No bullshit. I don't know how much I can actually talk about it because yeah. I think it's kinda of stupid that I'm calling in to tell you guys this. I agree. <laughs> but I think it would be a great audition or addition to the Sicky Wrong podcast. Um so
3: What a fucking cocktease. I know I was about to say, it's like
2: okay. Does he give more details? That's it.
0: Um, I can put that on the list of things that I did before i die on um, get kidnapped for 3 hours yeah uh it was i have not gone to sleep yet so we'll see what happens
2: in the near future
3: how long 3 hours he said who would kidnap this guy i don't know
2: <laughs> like, seriously it's yeah. like of all the people to kidnap He's like the bottom
3: of the list of people I would kidnap. Sir, are you sure you didn't just get lost at the mall for three hours? Is <laughs> I there... think what he did oh, is God. he
2: huffed some spray paint in his car, then got lost right. at the Kmart for yeah. three hours. Yeah, and guys, when you call into the... <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, who's kidnapping you? Where did they take you? How did they kidnap you? When you call into the sick and wrong hotline <laughs> to tell us something juicy or interesting... Please make sure there aren't any authoritarian dogs around to stop you from telling us the truth and also make sure that you, you don't have to pitch us. You know, you don't have to submit a fucking book proposal about the idea. Just, set, just tell us. Just At least give us. us some details, something yeah. to
2: work with here. We don't I, know who you
3: I, are. Why can't you tell us? I still, I still am baffled as to why anyone would kidnap this kid. Well, let's see. What, maybe there's some more details here. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. If you can throw some advice my way. What the that fuck? Would be great. <laughs> Bye. Advice? If you don't call, if you seriously do not call back and tell us what the fuck happened, I am gonna lose my shit. I'm gonna lose it. All right, here's some advice. You know, call in and be a little more detailed.
2: A little more, give, give us a little bit more to work with here. Yeah.
3: I don't, You know? You know, come on.
2: I want to know how he was kidnapped Who kidnapped him, how he escaped, yeah uh, why someone kidnapped
3: him. This is a big one. Why? Yeah, Yeah. I don't
2: don't even get it. Hopefully, they kidnapped him and sterilized him so this won't (laughs) happen again. (laughs) All right, the third call is actually this guy. He's a seasoned caller. This guy knows how to properly call the Sick and Wrong podcast. It's Big Papa Smurf from Texas.
3: I don't think I've ever heard of Smurf.
2: You'll know his voice.
1: Hey, Sick and Wrong. My fucking big papa Smurf been a minute since I called in This guy might be before my time, dude.
2: Um, I think I think we played some calls since okay. you've done it. He's right. he's he's been he's been a long time listener,
1: but he All calls right. in you now sporadically. All right. So I'll give you guys a little fucking shake man. Plus I got a fuck pretty fucking funny thing I saw the other night at one of my What? Oh, sorry. Band shows, man. We this is this dude. This he's like you know obvious, both drunken, belligerent, fucking asshole. He starts feeling up on
3: chicken. She's not fucking having it, man. I I keep thinking he says chicken when he's saying <laughs> check in or chick. He's saying chick. And, yeah, you know what
2: it is. It's like he's got like kind of this Texas, yeah, like, you know, like street accent. Like he's like hardcore. Like this yeah, guy's a gangster.
3: I wanted to chicken with you guys, and this guy was really feeling up this chicken, and uh, I just want to talk about it. <laughs> you know what
2: I want to know? Is, he said uh, his band was playing. I didn't know Big Papa Smurf was in a band. I didn't. The Big Papa Smurf, if uh, you're in a band, you should send us a song so yeah. we can uh, plug it. Come on. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So anyway, here's a scene. He's yeah. uh, at a club, and uh, some dude is feeling up on this chick, making unwanted sexual advances,
1: and then what happens? And scene. Like, first she pushes him off, and, you know, everybody, you know, start, you know, you got some guys, start like, gearing up to go over here and help her. But then she, then dude doesn't let up, so she just
4: full-blown fucking
1: kicks him in his fucking nuts and, uh, and fucking BETs the motherfucker, you know, like. BETs him?
2: And that's what I don't understand. Did he say DDT or B? I think what I think what he's <laughs> saying is uh, D.T. like a oh. like a pile. She drive sprayed or something. him with pesticide. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. I think it was like a pile drive. Like he, she flipped the guy.
3: Oh, okay. Or Maybe she, it was one of those pug boys, or like she a dwarf pug. A, yeah, she or she hired a dwarf pug to <laughs> uh, invite him to um, you know present an award at the BET Awards. I don't think the
2: dwarf pugs would be that fearsome, No. And I think you know it's like they would need to yeah they they would have to choose their victims wisely because I think yeah. most women could beat up a dwarf pug, they'd have
3: to use traps like goblins and kobolds, yeah. too okay. <laughs> okay okay let's let's see what happened in this. I'm curious.
1: I had never seen this shit in my life. this shit couldn't weigh more than like a buck twenty or, uh, and she fucking just drives dude's head into the fucking. <laughs> Concrete outside the venue.
3: Damn. God damn. Security
1: comes over and drives the motherfucker <laughs> off and uh next to the some fucking car or some shit. I don't remember, man.
3: Uh, ah god. That's
1: that's
3: that's amazing. That's amazing. But uh
1: Yeah, that it was fucking crazy, man. I saw this bitch fucking D T ass out in front of the fucking house. GTs? I don't know what he's saying.
2: I, th- yeah. I can't tell. It's it's a wrestling maneuver. Yeah. It's a wrestling move. Like a, oh, is it? A D&T or DDT. Okay. I, I just, I don't know that much about pro wrestling. I thought it was know, like. Move. But I think what it is, it's like a pile drive. Like she flipped this guy over, just bam, like oh. laid
3: him down. The only thing I could think of was General Triceratops. <laughs> but then I realized he's just a colonel. So I don't know.
1: And uh, I don't know what, what, what was the guy's name you guys had on the last show. It was the fucking Patrick. Or whatever is The motherfucker. Shit, the motherfucker had me rolling, man. <laughs> I've seen fucking flamers like that since I've been in fucking Austin, Texas. Anyway, Big Papa Smurf. Who is
3: he talking about?
1: He's talking about
2: Patrick. He said he had him rolling. Patrick, the gay prosecutor. Oh, that dude. Week.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: He said uh, he hadn't heard any flamers oh. like that since he was in Austin, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be where all the gays in Texas live. They're just confined to Austin.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. At right, this motherfucker. That's right. Check out my beard. Autumn lies buried. Fuck y'all.
3: Check out my poem "Autumn Lies Buried." Now I think
2: it's his band "Autumn Lies Buried."
4: Is oh, it like a metal
2: band? This sounds has to like be. a metal. Like a metal be. song. Yeah. Big Papa Smurf, you gotta send us a song and uh, tell tell yeah. me your website so I can plug it, and we'll play the song as song of the week.
3: Especially this if it's our, a metal band. This is our jazz funk fusion band <laughs> "Autumn Lies <laughs> Buried." <laughs> no, actually, it's a klezmer band. Yeah. 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 Um,
2: wow, yeah, you know have you ever actually been to a bar and seen a girl just go nuts like that? Yes. Beat the
3: fuck out of a guy? Oh yes. Uh not a guy, no.
2: No, I've seen I've seen girls yeah, fight yeah, like yeah. that, but I've never seen yeah, I've never seen uh like a full on that girl just beat the shit out of a dude in front of everybody. No, I don't think I've seen That'd that. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I'd yeah. love to see that. You know, I was reading, uh, did you hear this week about Kelly and Conway beating up those two dudes that were making fun of Chachi?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's great. Wait, I thought Chachi wasn't involved. No, I th- what I read is, yeah. so it was that I, you know, the White House is not commenting on it. Right. And I've only seen I, yeah. I think I read about it in Jezebel or something or Complex.com or something like that. But anyway, they were saying that I uh, Kellyanne Conway was at this White House inaugural event and Chachi was outside talking to some Fox News correspondent. The Fox News guy tweeted about it. But apparently some dudes came up to him and was like, Chachi, you're a fascist. And then Chachi said some words and then they kind of got into each other's face. Out of nowhere, Kellyanne Conway just comes over and just like these two guys in tuxedos, bam, like punches them both in the face. Like it lasts only like a minute or so, but she's dude.
3: She's like Liam Neeson. She is. She's a she's a strange creature. She uh, is a soulless harpy. Because you know I, she she is is uh, ushering in a really dangerous uh, you know uh, uh, some really dangerous ideas that are being accepted widely. But you got to give her credit, man. She's good. At, she's fortune's pet or something. She's just she's good at what she does. She falls forward all the time. And uh, she's—I don't know—beating shit out of people. She's, uh, she's like, yeah,
2: she's good at uh, spewing lies. You know, it's always yeah. great. So it's you like that
3: kind you of go, me girl. Off. I guess even if you're gonna do, you know, evil or or Liam Neeson, fucking Steven Seagal shit. I guess do it like you're doing it. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. I don't know. know I'm kind
2: of irritated, though, because I always thought we were the source of alternative facts. And now here the White House is going on telling alternative facts. Yeah, right. You know, it's just like, come on. We've been doing this for 10 years. Yeah. God damn, (laughs) Quit
3: stepping on our toes. These lizard people are terrific and tremendous, but their gold, I can't allow their gold into the country anymore.
2: (laughs) People call the Cigarong hotline at 323 522 4032. We have time for one email. we got an email here to Cigarong Podcast at hotmail.com. Came in from Brolga. I don't ah. know if that's like the Aussie term for bro, but Brolga. Okay. He says, Hey, Dean Harrison, I'm sitting on the veranda in Australia having a few beers, listening to you two talk your usual shit, which I love to do. I feel the need to put my two cents in, though, about this weirdo you've elected. Oh great! Can't wait to hear this. Yeah, yeah. Political commentary from some <laughs> Aussie bogan drinking his Fosters, and pontificating on his veranda.
3: Yeah, and I imagine Broga. I imagine like a <laughs> like an opera Viking woman, but like with a like a you know maybe like a backwards baseball cap and a you know.
2: I pick. I picture some
3: collar or something. I don't know. I don't know what the picture.
2: I picture some like. Buzz cut fat Aussie dude with like a a huge beer gut and a double chin wearing like a stained wife beater drinking a Foster's (laughs) listening to our show in Adelaide. He goes, before I do that, I think I should say all the gay cunts that call themselves a nigger should shoot yourselves. It makes me feel like a knob because I listen to the same shit they do fucking losers What is what? I think he's referring to nigga face and flint nigga oh okay alright yeah, so I think he's upset I, I, at their okay. use of the word nigger oh I see about Trump who gives a fuck why don't you blokes come to Australia have a few fosters and bring some of that cheap coke you have it's $350 a gram here so go fuck yourself with winging about Trump Good night from the pissed Aussie or shall I call myself Aussie nigger no cause then I'd be a cunt listen to Aussie music
3: Broga. A new feud. <laughs> uh, you know? I like this guy because he does not give a shit. He's just, he's popping his collar, he's putting on some Wagner, and he's just, he's cutting into these people. He doesn't, he doesn't approve of any of it.
2: And I love how it's like, here you guys are going on and on yeah. about Trump and all these horrible things that Trump's doing, but the real horrible thing is Coke costs $350 a gram in Australia.
3: Yeah, that's kind of nice. That's insane. Yeah.
2: Jesus Christ. Why is this... I, mean, you I guess, can't grow I mean come can't on. Can't they man. make it there? Is it it's, that hard to it's make? It's
3: really hard to grow the plant. You like there's only like in the Andes you can grow it. Anywhere else you can't for some reason. That's Jesus why Christ. it's such a thing, yeah. You think they would do meth or something then? Right. I th- I think they do. How do they do a lot uh, of yeah, Aussie I think, meth? I believe they do. I believe you know there's that whole outback thing. Which yeah, is Yeah, like, you think
2: that so you could grow meth is anywhere like out the there. the size
3: of Canada and it's a Cooked barren meth. desert. So yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah don't the aborigines like don't they end there they probably do meth or something don't they uh
3: yeah and they they, they probably drink a lot they inhabit a uh a, a pseudo reality called the dream time so <laughs> the dream time yeah yeah well it's better than
2: the wet dream time uh, that, I uh, that,
3: i'm never going back to that place that could
2: get messy yeah uh people itunes best way to listen to show Go to iTunes, do a search for Sick and Wrong. You can subscribe, you can rate the show, you can comment. Uh, We actually read the comments. I do do it it. like once every 90 days, I read the comments. Yeah, you can do anything. Yeah, you you can. The only
3: limit is your imagination.
2: Exactly. Okay? You know? Yeah. Um, also, we have some small t-shirts left. It's the old school Sick and Wrong Skull logo shirt, Groucho Skull. I, we only have smalls. But you can also go to the Cafe Press Store and get some stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, let's go to sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store and, uh, yeah, go shopping crazy. And uh, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week is actually a, uh, a special dedication to Richard Spencer from uh, none other than Tim Heidecker from uh, Tim and Eric fame.
3: Do you, you don't like Tim and Eric? I, I loved Tom Goes to the Mayor, but that Tim and Eric good show bullshit is awesome just, show. Great job, you just hate nonsense it. Nonsense to me.
2: It is nonsense, but that's the point.
3: But yeah, there's no point. It's <laughs> bad. You know what I mean? Does it just I don't make know, you angry? I like smoke you don't pot get it anymore? It's because maybe it's because I'm older. I don't smoke pot anymore. I just don't get it. It does make me angry.
2: Um, I I, I still
3: enjoy the show. I, I think, you know, it, I, it, I think a lot of a large part of it depends on you just finding fucking. I don't know who that guy is, John C. Riley, off-the-cuff bullshit, Steve being hilarious, and I fucking don't, <laughs> all right?
2: You know what? I was talking to this guy at work, and uh, he was saying he just hates Tim and Eric. I sent him a, some clip, yeah. a Tim and Eric clip, and he's like, never send me Tim and Eric stuff again. And I was like, yeah. really? Why? He's like, I fucking hate that show. Yeah. I'm like, why do you hate the show? Because Eric Wareheim broke up his marriage. Oh. And I was just like, dude your ex-wife was having sex with Eric Wareheim
4: oh I mean that dude's a oh. fucking troll
2: like if there's like any kind of human pig hybrid it's Eric Wareheim okay you know
3: wow yeah um I he's was just the, is like, he the one he's the big goofy looking guy who's the he's the he's the guy who likes the dominatrixes, right yeah yeah okay, he's into yeah. like some
2: weird ass nem shit yeah but yeah, it broke up his marriage, so I'm like, Oof. okay, fine, I, mean, I get it. Jesus um, fucking Christ. I find those guys to be uh, quite hilarious and very yeah. topical, and this is particularly topical because uh, Tim Heidecker penned an ode to uh, none other than Richard Spencer, king of the pussy Nazis. Okay. The internet pussy Nazis. Yeah. Uh, their spokesperson, Richard Spencer. Um you know, he, he saw the video. He thought it was hilarious. So he released a pretty little song in honor of the incident. The song's called Richard Spencer. And it kind of sounds like Randy Newman getting mad at Nazis. Right. Uh, here's a line from it. You can't wish anyone dead, even if the baseball cap is red. But if you see Richard Spencer, why don't you punch him in the head? All right. That makes sense. We're going to end the show here with Richard Spencer. People will be back next week with episode 569. Till then, take it Susie. Peace.
0: Well, I went up to the mountain And the good Lord came down to me I told him what had happened
3: you know that moment when you listen to sick and wrong uh, on some headphones usually when you pull them out it just stops playing but for some reason it doesn't fucking itchy asshole everybody is just horrified with you what are you listening to what's the matter with you uh yeah that's called being a sick and wrong long time listener it's a curse fuck you guys